BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to The Morning Toast, another wonderful episode of TMT. Hey, Claude, how are you doing with your TikTok faces? Eh. Hey, Jackie, happy Thursday. I'm doing great. How are you? How's the belly? How's LC? I'm doing I'm doing well. It's been it's been a hectic 12 hours because Bruno isn't feeling well. And so when Bruno's not feeling well, mom's not feeling well. And oh, so no. I slept really badly last night because I was just like worried, worried about Brew. I heard Zach taking him out. I'm like, things things aren't going well for Brew. So I slept really, really badly. And I'm just like not 100% myself. But the new episode of The Redheads dropped this morning. And that is just giving me such a joie de vivre. We recorded it yesterday. And I'm telling you, we need to move the podcast to the comedy section because it's Ugh. pure it's pure comedy snatchler came out swinging, swinging i saw because this book was if you've read the book or you've heard us talk about it very different from what we've read in the past and snatchler's not about that life and so <laughs> it was just so funny so if you haven't read the book definitely listen to the pod and you're not going to read the book definitely listen to the podcast because it's just like funny and we always recap the book so you'll know what we're talking about if you plan on reading the book or you're in the middle of it finish it because we do spoil it and then listen to the episode because it's just hysterical so that is giving me some extra oomph this morning plus I have my redheads mug so the first Thursday of every month it's really like the first Monday in May it's always Mm -hmm. iconic and it's always a reason to get up in the morning well I have three things to say to what you just said one congratulations on the new episode people the feedback I've been seeing is rave (laughs) the second thing is back to Bruno um I do really feel like while I'm sad you had a bad night's sleep like that is exactly what type of sleep you're gonna have for like the next couple months like with the baby you're gonna be worried so you know what maybe Bruno can feel like you you're impending labor and he is going to train you as best as he can that's what I think yeah it's not like I've been getting great sleep over the last few weeks but I was just like in a constant state of like half sleep no half sleep half awake where it was like I was in La La Land. Things weren't making sense. And I was just like thinking of Brew. So today, once we finish this episode, it's going to be a chill zone with Bruno sort of day. I think I'm going to make him a nice pot of soup and just rub his belly and tell him everything's going to be okay. And he has his heating pad. Poor little Bruno. Bruno goes through so much. This man carries so much like on, on his, his back. back. And it, it manifests itself physically. 
Yeah. The third thing I wanted to tell you just like kind of, you know, made me think of it with the redheads. So I told you I started that book, The Hating Game, that they turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. Only because like I kind of wanted to watch a movie, but I figured I might as well read the book first. And I honestly, like the first 10%, no, the first 30%, like I couldn't. But then yesterday, like I really buckled down and like I was up all night. Like I'm still not done. I have an hour left, but like I'm obsessed. Oh, good. So That's good. That's the best feeling. I haven't been obsessed yeah. with a book in in a few months, honestly, and that's why I've been taking a break from reading. But what I did get back to last night, I finally, I my pole dark break is over. I'm going to watch the last season. So I started it last night, and that's been fun. I like watching pole dark before bed because it's like the soundtrack is nice, and then it like lives in my head while I'm sleeping. But I don't think this season's going to be it. So for all the pole dark stands out there, I think our days are over. But it's something to watch. I did also um, catch up. I finished the Gilded Age. Because, okay. you know, I I did kind of um, rail on it. It's good. It's definitely good. And honestly, I'm here in Pennsylvania, and so much of the storyline references and takes place in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, which is right by where I am. And I'm telling you, like, the community is ablaze. Everyone's talking about, like, their small little town being referenced on this big HBO show. So it's very cool to feel like I'm a part of something. That is cool. I, it takes place in Pennsylvania. Why did I think it was New York? It doesn't take place in Pennsylvania, but there's a lot of characters who come to to New York from Doylestown, and they're just always they shoot some stuff in, in you know at the Doylestown train station, but they talk about Doylestown quite a bit. Okay, very cool. I still haven't gotten to that. But speaking of TV, Real Housewives of Orange County was on last night, so we must recap it. I have a good amount of thoughts. Pretty good episode. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was an okay episode. I was, like, really struggling to keep my eyes open, to be honest. But maybe that's because I had two cocktails at dinner. I don't know. It could be that. I was struggling to keep my eyes open, too, but I had the busiest, longest day yesterday. Like, it just did not stop. Even when I went down for my nap, I couldn't even sleep. I was just, like, I had so much swirling around, probably because of the redheads, you know. The redheads are an adrenaline boost. No, and passion projects are going to keep you up at night, for real. They are, and until it's, like, edited, scheduled, like, it's just always going to be top of mind for me (laughs) but the next episode of the redheads will drop april 7th we are skipping the month of march for my maternity leave so next episode april 7th and it's a danish choice and i always love a danish choice even when you see what she chose and you read the description you're like i don't know if this is for me like dana never misses really got it yeah so Um, that'll be a nice uh that'll be a nice way to get back into the swing of things We've got a great show for y'all. It's a nice quiet Thursday. I feel like our episodes this week have been like so jam-packed. Like I watched so much TV at the beginning of the week. We had Dear Toasters. We have our new Unburden Yourselves segment. Like it's just been, and then there was the day where we lost the first 30 minutes of our recording. Like there's been a lot. And I feel like today is just going to be a fun, easy episode, Fast Five. We've got a little TV recap. And I'm feeling like it's the perfect, you know, agenda for a Thursday because I'm, I'm very much living in, at the weekend already. I'm already there. I've been there since last weekend. Yeah, everything's been really jam-packed. Plus, it's like moody vibes outside today. So this is just going to be like a, for us, you know, a chiller episode, I guess. But you also never know what could happen on the morning toast. Like, one day you think we have nothing to talk about and it's a two-hour episode. So you can't predict these things. But if I could, I would say I feel like we're just going to be some chill girlies today. Well, I'm not like other girls. Tickets available at girlwithnojob.com slash tour. Um, But also, I want to say something kind of crazy. Are you ready? And my life is kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Do you think today is a chilly day? 
I think depending on who you are and where you are, today is 1,000% a chilly day. Not for me, but for you, for sure. Do you think that there's anywhere I can find kosher ground beef, ground turkey, ground chicken in New Hope, Pennsylvania? You're asking the wrong person yeah. is who you're asking. But you did have kosher chicken well, in Brian, the vlog. Brian is so thoughtful, like really so thoughtful. So he always has kosher chicken because, you know, it's like the only thing I eat is like chicken and rice. So he always has kosher chicken. Maybe I can make like a chicken chili. Does that is that a thing? No? I don't know. I don't know. But what about a chicken soup? We had chicken soup um, two days ago. I literally feel like I'm in a retirement facility, like, because me, Brian, and John are here. We, like, work all day. We don't really see each other all day. And then we meet for lunch. And during lunch, John, who is Brian's – everyone knows him as pasta on Instagram. He's an pasta. unbelievable chef. Like, really follow him on Instagram. He does unreal recipes. He had a soup simmering all day on Tuesday. So we had soup. We had a stew on Wednesday. He's really been taking care of us. And so we already did soup. Damn, Brew needs that soup. It was, Jackie was gorgeous. Like, I was looking at John, I'm like, are you Jewish? Like, this is a Jewish soup. That sounds so good. I mean, see what he can muster up with the chili. I think a chili would be great for you. I'm just, like, not in a chili mood, taste buds-wise. I don't think I can stand the time in the kitchen, and I did do too much chili in the fall. I did. I overexposed myself to chili. We out-chilied ourselves. Now I'm paying the price because I can't enjoy on a beautiful, gloomy day like this. No, I know. Nice that's why I brought it up. But I, technically, we haven't had chili since the last time you and I both like made too much chili. <laughs> I haven't had chili in like months. So I think I actually might be ready for it. I think I'm going to have to wait till next season, like t- for wow. fall 2022. Yeah. That's Spring, the summer? Of, spring, summer. That's the kind of break I need. September joggers. Joggers, and, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, that's but my I, secret ingredient in my chili recipe. Joggers. <laughs> joggers. But I fully endorse anyone who wants to make today a chili day. There's never – it's never too late to make a chili. Never. And it's also never too late to become a redhead, which I think is a common kind of misconception about our brand and our show. I think a lot of people think like, oh, like I think it's too late. And I just think we should kind of like clear that up. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. All of the episodes are evergreen. And we were talking about it on the episode. We're skipping a month for my maternity Oh, my God. Wait. Leave. Brian just brought me – He's such a good host. Just brought me a Starbucks grilled cheese. He just left it on the counter. And I believe there's a beverage of some sort. Go check it out. But you know that you'll be be burned at the stake if you try and eat on the show. No, no, no. I just saw him come into – I'm in the guest house and he dropped something. And he he literally went to Starbucks and got me a grilled cheese. Like, (sighs) such a good friend. We have such podcast eating trauma. I wonder if other podcasts, like, take it as seriously as we do. We did it once. What was, remind me of the one time we did it. I don't recall. I'll set the scene. Not to trigger you. (laughs) (laughs) I remember it like it was yesterday. (laughs) We were coming down from Coachella to LA. We drove in the morning and then when we arrived at our hotel, we were going to podcast. We were so fucking hungry. Well, actually there was two instances, but it was the same week because we were traveling a lot. We went from Coachella to LA, from LA to Las Vegas. And on both of those travel days, we hadn't eaten before we started traveling and we hadn't podcasted yet. So when we arrived to where we were getting to, we absolutely needed to eat and we absolutely needed to podcast. And we thought we could do both at the same time. Mm. Big mistake. Big mistake. Huge. Huge. Oh, my God. Huge. huge. Jinx. (laughs) So now we would never do that ever again. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. (laughs) So your grilled cheese will have to be. What drink did he get you? What drink did you get? No, there wasn't a drink. I misspoke. I actually am sipping on some fresh squeezed orange juice, which is such an underrated beverage. And when it's cold and it's just like, it's a massage of the esophagus. 
Yum. Yum. Uh, um, okay, so, so I was just saying really quickly for my maternity okay. leave, take the month of the redheads off to go back and read an old book that we've done and listen to an old episode. I don't know if there's anyone out there. And if you are out there, please reach out to me if you are this person who has read every single book and listened to every single episode. I don't think there's one person, but I would love to be proven wrong. I do. No, people are very selective. People come in and out, you know. I they, that's true. Some people don't want to try new genres. If this snitch, oh my gosh, snitch is oh, not that's genre true. fluid. Do you, um, did you do today's Wordle? No, not yet. I keep doing it later in the day. Me too, but yesterday somebody spoiled it for me, so now it has to be the first thing I do when I wake up. And I didn't get it. Who would do such a thing? Somebody, okay, so spoiler alert, yesterday's word was moist and at like noon someone was like are you triggered like that they did the word moist I'm like are you fucking kidding me I didn't first of all I didn't even I wasn't even talking about Wordle like I wasn't even referencing or not referencing and they just came out and sent me a DM and was like can you believe moist I'm like can I believe you do you even have an issue with the word moist no I'm not one of those people like I just want to say this is about to trigger an entire generation not liking the word not liking the word moist not a personality trait. Sorry. No. no, I completely agree. Like one it's day not people, that bad. people woke up and decided to unite against the word moist and it's really like not that mad. It's pretty descriptive. And I think that like if you're still holding on to that trigger, then like it's pretty basic. Sorry. It's time to let go and let God. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think we've made enough enemies and now we can get into Today. the past five. Really? Yeah. Let's see how the rest of the show goes. <laughs> Okay, without further ado, do, 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 it is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Modern Fertility. I've always been a big fan of planning ahead, you know, scheduling trips months in advance, plotting out my next career move, figuring out what I'm doing for dinner while I'm still eating breakfast. But I never thought much about planning for kids. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, aka how many eggs you have, Um, And they also have a ton of other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and your options for next steps. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same information at $159, which is just a fraction of the price. And you can go to modernfertility.com slash toast to get $20 off that price. So if you have HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars towards Modern Fertility as well. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast, and that means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it would cost at a doctor's office. Again, so get the $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast, modernfertility.com slash toast. Thank you, Claudia. And today's episode is also brought to you by ZocDoc. No one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you, and no one's better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare, all the things that weren't working, and they said enough, and they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain-free. So ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews, and see what other humans had to say about their visit. So when you walk into a doctor's office, you're set up to see someone 
in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or visit, a, do a video visit, just like that, you're booked. I have to say, when I'm on tour and I have you know my, all my mysterious ailments, my rash, ZocDoc is a, an amazing resource when you're traveling because um, you can do like um, online video appointments, and it's just like so nice to know that if I'm not home, I can still get the care that I need because you know I have like a lot of problems. <laughs> Um, it's super easy to find the doctors that, that is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. Go to ZocDoc.com slash toast and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search with the top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. So that's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash toast. ZocDoc.com slash toast. Great. Before we dive in, could we get a rash update? It's been a yes. while. Okay, so... It's actually been a journey. Like, it was healing very slowly, but it was moving in a positive direction. And then, like, I guess the, like, the middle of the bite, which is where I exactly was bitten, like, started to become raised. And I was shook. And then it became very itchy. But now it's just, like, a scab almost. Okay, I'll show you. Ready? Okay. You oh, it looks so much better. Oh, I, I but see that. But that little dot is where I was bitten. It's so much better. You don't have that, like, little square rash anymore, though, so that's good. No, there's no discoloration, which is wonderful. Great. You love to see positive rash update. You really do. Okay, let's get into the stories. Our first story, we have time today to talk about everyone's favorite couple. Kanye and Julia Fox mm. were celebrating her birthday with her friends at Lucien. Despite the fact that Yeezy designer has been busy chatting up Kim Kardashian lookalikes at the little beach house in Malibu this week. Yes. I didn't see that. Oh, I did see that. Sorry. But she, it was conf- right. But it was confirmed that she's just like a uh, co-working acquaintance. Right. But it was. Well, there have just been many sightings on Dumois of him with other women. Yeah. But then like people were putting together who these women were and like they're people who like work with him and, and have been in his like circle. So it's not new news. Anyways, he flew back to New York on Wednesday to celebrate his newest muse's 32nd birthday. Ye flew into New York City for her birthday and then is flying back to L.A. to finish his new album, Donda. They arrived together looking very coupley. He was all smiles. Her friends were also there. It was a big group. Also, I saw that he gifted her and her friends Birkins. What? Yeah, so. Her friends? Yeah, they're all like sitting there like posing with Birkins. Do you think she needs new friends? Because yeah, I am no, that's, available. That's the moral of this story. How to become friends. But we'd have to get in. I mean, now I think we missed the Birkins. So we'll have to come she, back for the next birthday. The next birthday. Yeah. But we have a year to work on it. Oh, my God. That is so crazy. So I saw a couple videos of their dinner. And, like, they're not in a private room or anything. There's just, like, so many people at this table in this public restaurant. And there's, like, just people literally crowding around them taking videos. It's extremely bizarre. Um and I didn't realize that's what he had gotten her. I had seen that her birthday was coming up and people online were speculating like what he was going to get her, like a car, like something outrageous. Um, and honestly, like a Birkin is very low key. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. A Birkin for her, like f- as a gift is a, you know, typical celebrity, celebrity gift. But for all of her friends. Must be nice. I don't know why I feel like her and Liam McSweeney are friends. Did I make that up? They, uh, I believe Liam McSweeney. So, no, you didn't make that up. They are friends. They've, like, podcasted together. And from what I understand, Liam McSweeney um, was her sponsor. Oh, how something, interesting. Something so was Leah there? Effect. Did she get a Birkin? I don't – I didn't see Leah there. Mm, but she deserves a Birkin. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, these two are going strong. They hadn't been together in um, a minute. I guess now it's been, like, their one-month anniversary because they started dating around New Year's. 
Yeah. And they're really doing it. I mean, they were also at like Fashion Week in all over Milan the world. Milan or whatever. Yeah. And I guess this is here to stay. I mean, I'm like fine with it. I really am. I think of all the people that Kanye could have dated. I think it's nice that he's dating someone who obviously loves the Kardashians. Like she doesn't want to fight with them. You know, sometimes someone can bring a, a, a spouse into the family black china who has an obvious hatred of the family um so to bring in a fan i don't know i'm kind of here for it i do think a lot of t- like the stuff that they do is really cringy but overall of all the people who kanye could have dated post kim and knowing kim is like so happy with pete i i don't know i'm i'm fine with it now that i've had some time to marinate with it some of the shit they do is definitely like rubs me in a bizarre way but that's not a crime it's just cringy yeah, I agree. Also, speaking of Kim and just being like, she's so happy and everything of the sort, she got a plane. Yeah. What? She, I, like, I mean, it hasn't been confirmed, but, like, she's been posting, like, on her PJ and in a different way than, like, she would normally post. And it seems like, like she very, owns it. Yeah, it seems very, like, KKW aesthetic. Like, yeah. she was with her friends, Natalie and Olivia mm-hmm. from WAGS, and they, like, had, like, a PJ party on the PJ for Natalie's birthday. And I'm pretty sure that she bought a plane. Well, I've always thought that it was incredibly interesting that the Kardashians as a whole, up until recently, didn't have their own plane. I believe Kylie has her own now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they all just charter, which is, like, obviously rich people problems. And it's a difference between, you know, a trip to Mexico costing $250,000 versus 30 million dollars so like i get it um i just always thought it was weird like how there isn't like a kardashian hq plane but honestly they all travel so much i don't even think one plane would help them at all like they'd still need to be chartering and then they also just bought a 30 million dollar plane so now that kim is in the billionaires club i think the timing is right but i've always just thought it was really like prudent of them to not have one because they could afford it yeah, and I just want to say it's not verified that, like, that was her plane, but I was just getting, like, plane vibes from her. You're and getting ownership vibes. I'm getting ownership vibes, and earlier this week it was reported that Skims is now valued at $3.2 billion. So it's not just, like, she hit the billion mark and... No. She's ascending, and maybe she's taking flight in her new private jet. I would be so happy for her, and I was really... Um, I felt I was shepping a lot of nachos when that Wall Street Journal valued her at three point something billion for skims because honestly skims is the greatest company that's ever walked the earth and everything i own from them just is fabulous and they deserve i think like do you think at this point they're bigger than spanks i don't know i don't know the numbers and i can only say it like based on like what i see and what i feel but like i don't follow sarah blakely and i do follow kim kardashian so like skims is all over my feed and my life and spanks isn't Okay, this article that I just pulled up from 2021 said that Spanx, uh, Spanx is valued at $1.2 billion, which would mean Skims is three times as large. Interesting. But actually, I don't know. Is that I what don't... Sarah Blakely's worth or the company, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I don't, th- I mean, Spanx is like still the word for shapewear. You know. No, in 2021, the announcement came after a huge investment from Blackstone, m- meaning the company's worth has skyrocketed to $1.2 billion in and 2021 after a big investment. But also, Skims is a lot more like apparel than shapewear these days. You know, it's not just So is Spanx, Spanx. by the way. Yeah, I guess I wear Spanx leggings all the Everyone time. does. Like, I think some of their best-selling items are no longer even, like, their control-top pantyhose. It's, people are obsessed with their leggings. They make, like, cute sweaters and shit. Yeah, very true. Very interesting. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's a little, enough to go around for everyone. 
And you know what's so interesting, like business-wise, is what's always been so impressive about Spanx is like not only the growth of the company, but also the fact that the the word of the name of the brand has become a word. Like, that's oh, do you Spanx on underneath? Like, it's what? a word for shape. That's I was saying that when you were looking it up. Like, it it is the oh. word for shapewear. It's like oh, I apologize. Ketchup. It's like ketchup. Band-Aid. Yeah. And you know what? I do think Skims, like, is on its way to being there. Like, I could – I haven't ever said it, but I could see myself being like, do you have any Skims on under there? Yeah, but Skims means so many things now. It's pajamas. Yeah. Well, I think their pajamas the are life-changing. And I think their pajamas, seriously, should win a Nobel Peace Prize. I'm being dead fucking serious. I can't wear them right now because the waistbands are too, too tight. tight for me. But uh, they are quite delicious. Also, how often – I need to start a tracker for how often she does drops because the drops Every are day. coming and they don't stop coming. Like, what is the cadence? Every two weeks? Or is it once a month and it just, like, feels like – more frequent than that it's every day but it's also like restocks of other ones but yes I agree they do uh, they have so much inventory like so many drops and so many ideas for like new vibes and collections it's really an idea cotton ribbed yeah velour it's an idea factory well, speaking of the Kardashians, our next story is an unverified rumor that is most likely false and came from Dumois, and then Dumois also said not true. It's false. It's, it's worth talking about. <laughs> we need to yeah, talk about it. Yeah, but there's literally no way. I know, but like, there's where no do people come up with stuff like this? Chloe Kardashian. That's why, like, sorry. Has yeah. been linked to Harry Jowsey from Too Hot to Handle, according to Dumois, who has since then said someone else responded that this is absolutely not true. But this is what Dumois said. One of my closest friends works at a very well-known PR agency in LA, and it's confirmed that Khloe Kardashian and Harry Jowsey Harry Jowsey are talking. Apparently, they've been DMing back and forth and texting. And then last night, he picked up a Bentley and flowers just to drive them to her house. No. Okay. This is not true, but <laughs> let's just play pretend like it is true, okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want Chloe to be happy. And you know what? I do think Harry Jowsey, like, was on Too Hot to Handle, like, as a certified fuckboy. Mm-hmm. But I followed him, like, a little bit in his recent fame on TikTok and stuff. And he does a podcast. He actually seems, like, not, like, a, a fuckboy. He actually seems like a nice guy. So if this were to be true, like, I actually do think him and Chloe, like, he could make Chloe temporarily happy. Not long-term, but... I, I agree. I could see him making Chloe temporarily happy. I do think he's probably, like, the ultimate fuckboy. Like, just everything about him. He was a fuckboy before he got famous, and now he's, like, so famous, and he's so handsome, and, like, everyone's falling over him. But I agree with you. There's something about him, like, as a businessman that's extremely legitimate, and, like, he's parlayed his career into, like, something that's uh, here to stay, sort of. Respectable. You know, yeah, and, like, the and it's hard to be a podcaster, you know? So, like, his podcast pops You're off. telling me. You're telling me. So I, I'm, like, I... This is probably not true, but a part of me like hopes it is, and that Chloe's just having some fun with a handsome man who like will make her you know laugh so and make funny? her smile. I feel like all the Kardashians are like taking a page out of Courtney's book, like because what happened to Courtney is so like freak, and you, it's not someone you would expect her to be with. And then just over time, like they started to make each other really happy and make a lot of sense, and that's like kind of happening with Kim and Pete. And maybe Chloe wants one, you know, a skinny, tall man for herself. Yes, except just to back it up, like, Travis Barker is an extremely serious, per- like, person and a serious yes. suitor. And when he was, like, he's 
the same age as Courtney. They have like a long-standing friendship. I think like then Kim took that and and did her own spin on it her but own version it, but it's yeah. not apples to apples because like travis is husband no. material and the uh, harry jowsey is not travis barker no but it's like the, okay so i just feel like it's a watered down version it goes like travis yes pete harry jowsey <laughs> yes yeah, but I, I'm just like, I'm here for it. Even though I do think at the end of the day, like MJ said, Chloe needs an accountant. But she's obviously not ready to I also take good believe this is yet. fraudulent. Right. And No, is, she's not ready. She needs a businessman bow. Needs a businessman bow. Like, get back to the you know, golf like, course. At some point. And meet someone. I love Chloe so much. And I want her so badly to have like a really good, healthy relationship. And I feel like she has not had that. But we also just need to talk about her, like, bad taste in men. Mm, yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah I want I her to be happy. Like, let help me help you. Yeah. And I think Harry Jowsey is not. Not it. Though, but where does shit like this come from then? If there's no I don't truth to it, like, where does it come from? But that's what celebrities are always saying. Like when you hear their documentaries, they like read stuff about themselves that is so far fetched. And sometimes they say like, no, like the rumors are true. And sometimes they say like the the way that like these random rumors come out of nowhere with people I've never met is so crazy. And I really actually do feel like this is one of those situations. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I just thought it was worth discussing uh, the possibility because it's like hysterical. And it's fun to dream. And it's fun to dream. Exactly. And maybe, I feel like sometimes this could happen too, where it's like, okay, two people who yes. don't know each other, but then like someone says they're dating. So like Chloe's Googling Harry Jowsey and she's like, wait, why wouldn't I want him to come over with Bentley and flowers? Maybe he DMs yeah. her and sends her the Dumois thing and is like, LOL. And she's like, LOL, want to come over and no, watch a movie. No, literally, this could bring them together. <laughs> it's agree. the start of a Hallmark movie. I agree. You know what? It sounds like the premise of that new J-Lo movie, which looks horrible, but also really good, called Marry Me, which mm-hmm. I can't wait to see. It looks horrible, but also really good. <laughs> it looks horrible, but I will be waiting in line when the clock strikes midnight to see it in theaters. Yeah. Honestly, and I ship Owen Wilson and J-Lo. Just want to say. Hard. Hard. I ship the them so hard. Okay, well, speaking of ships, are you ready for our next story, which is an update from a question that you asked yesterday? Ask and you shall receive. If it's a story that's an update from the question that I asked yesterday that's brought to you by ThreadUp. Yes, yes, yes. Did you guys know that by choosing one garment instead of a new, a worn garment instead of a used one, you can save 77 gallons of water? ThreadUp, an online consignment and thrift store, is working to do the planet good and give life to like new clothing. ThreadUp is one of the largest online thrift stores where you can save up to 90% off estimated retail. You get insane deals of, of thrifting with the convenience of online shopping. With over 2 million like new items to shop and thousands of new arrivals daily, it's the best place to shop for your wallet and for the planet. You can customize your search by size, style, and budget, so you can find the best deals and more for more than 35,000 brands like Banana Republic, Madewell, Nike, and Taylor Loft. ThreadUp also has an easy return policy, so they make thrifting worry-free. So thrifting is actually like a back-breaking endeavor, like if you want to go out and thrift. And first of all, ThreadUp is just so premium. The website makes it really easy to search for things in your size. You can categorize by brand. And they have really nice brands, like nice, way nicer than you would expect. And it's also just great for the planet, so there's really no reason not to do it because we're all shopping online. And why not throw into our rotation a good, sustainable online thrift store like ThreadUp? 
ThreadUp is offering a deal just for new customers. So right now, head to ThreadUp.com and get an additional get up to an additional 50% off plus free shipping on your first order. So that's up to an extra 50% off plus free shipping on your first order just by heading to ThreadUp.com, T-H-R-E-D-U-P.com for up to 50% off and free shipping on your first order. Sweet. Okay, are you ready for our next story, which is an answer to a question you asked yesterday? Yes. Love is Blind Season 2 trailer drops right after Claudia asks, where is Love is Blind Season Mm -hmm. 2? And the show will be back on Netflix on February 11th with an all-new group of single hopefuls from Chicago who will attempt to find love in the pods and get engaged sight unseen. Was last time Chicago or was it Atlanta? Atlanta. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, new city. Very exciting. I love the fact that, like, it's very geographically focused that doesn't make it so that like we can't not be together because of a long distance relationship um did you watch the trailer what do you think are you so excited I am like I really didn't expect to fall so head over heels in love with the show the first time around like I thought it was so dumb um and now here we are like years later we have two married couples right Amber and Barnett and the king and queen of love is blind the Hamiltons um so I'm very excited. I love this show. I fell in love with it the first time I saw it. I hope that like the show got so big and all those people got so famous. And so when that happens, you just open yourself up to a pool of candidates who apply for the show who are totally in it for the wrong reasons. And that was the beauty of Love is Blind was that like everyone was so earnest. They didn't even know this was going to be on Netflix. They had no idea their lives were about to change in the way that they did. So I'm like, I'm a little worried. I hope that they can do good casting because in my opinion the success of the show the first time around was due large in part to the casting I agree that's definitely a cause for concern but even the first time around like anyone they know it's a reality show there's always the chance that like people are going on tv they're not afraid of the fame so I'm sure they were also very discerning about this season and it looks like they have a really nice group of people looks like we've got engagements weddings runaways everything that we can look forward to and I'm excited because that was like a fun time that was you know probably the last good time before the pandemic was watching Love is Blind and maybe it'll take us back to another good time yeah like the way we all just like rallied around you know Jessica being 34 and Mark being 24 like there was just so much good stuff and like so many memes that like made me giggle so loud like I loved that time in my life and I'm very much looking I know you you can't go home again I know that but I am looking forward to at least trying to make the journey back home one more time right and I think unlike other reality shows it had a lot of heart and it it was pretty deep considering like the premise which is that you don't know what someone looks like you have to fall in love with them just based on conversations and I'm really into that you know I think that banter should be a real app and that people should go on dates with other people not knowing what they look like I'm here for it I also think the show was like so successful because as like a as an audience people who watch dating shows like we were so like we've had it up to here with the bachelor like you know two hour episodes with like 35 seconds of substantial conversations really no depth so much filler and love is blind was the complete opposite not one filler scene like everything was just deep and emotional getting to know everyone and it was like the exact opposite of the bachelor which is really what we needed at the time yeah i agree and i hope that that's what we get again me too i'm happy for you season two is coming February 11th I'll definitely be watching I hope they last time they like released all the episodes except for like the weddings right and then we were all tuning in episodically correct it was like three at a time but if you came in on like the third 
batch right then you had all of them except for the finale and then we all watched the finale like together remember we were like scrambling to watch it on the plane on that the plane time? Mm-hmm. yeah good time so good okay ready for our next story some sweet bed bed news Nikki Hilton has debuted her baby bump. Nikki Hilton has announced that she is pregnant. She says the best thing in life comes in threes. She captioned the stunning, sickening photo of her in a self-portrait dress with a little bump. She's so elegant. Like, it's just not fair, actually, that girls like Nikki Hilton walk around and we have to walk around, like, right next to them, you know? A thousand percent. Also, some more bump news was that Rihanna posted her bump. Obviously, like, we had the confirmation, but she hadn't posted any of the pictures yet. And she posted, like, a selfie of her bump and some of the walking photos that they took earlier this week. Yeah. No, it's, like, a gorgeous time to be pregnant. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And add Nikki to the club. And also... Lauren Bostick is pregnant again. Oh, yeah. And that I'm was exciting. Just, I'm feeling really surrounded by, like, really cool women. Chic. Chic women. Mm-hmm. It, the, I'm happy the, for you. The group is getting bigger. I thought when people started to, like, have their babies that, like, my pregnancy, you know, crew padres would, it, it would just dwindle. I didn't even think about the people who would announce in the next weeks. Yeah, no. And actually, a lot of people just gave birth. Obviously, Raven and Adam gave birth. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley Iconetti and Jared gave birth. Yes. Um, unclear on Kylie, but I assume maybe unclear. she's still pregnant. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it's – maybe she's still pregnant, but I'm sure it's like any day now. Yeah. And it's um, so very it's close just a, to Stormy's birthday. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just a gorgeous time to be a, a woman in utero. No, that's <laughs> not right. Not The woman's no. not in utero. The kid is. Yeah. Well, it's also a gorgeous time to be a fetus in utero. Yes, it's it must be nice in there. Nice and warm. Totally. I think that like because I love my bed so much, I would love being in utero. Because all you do is sleep, right? Womb tings. Yeah, you sleep except for the like the times when you're just like punching to get out. And you also eat in there. You um, you hiccup a lot. By the way, you do. How do you get do you how do you get food? Umbilical umbilical cord. Yep. Is that real? Mm hmm. So you chew your food, it goes down your belly, through your organs, and then to the umbilical cord into the baby's stomach. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Well, that is like so crazy. But the baby also just baby drinks marvelous. in like with their mouth. Sometimes on the sonogram you'll see. The fluid the baby. from the Yeah, like Yeah. Baby drinks. That's gross. Listen, baby's got to drink, okay? Baby's thirsty. Who understands better? Baby's got to drink. I understand. <laughs> How fascinating. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff, the the human body. Are you concerned at all, like, about your vagina? Um, Definitely have concerns, for sure. But yeah. there's, it's out of my control. Like, I'm trying not to worry about that, which I can't control. And it's pretty, like, cool to go through this experience, you know, just, like, thousands of women before me and see what all the fuss is about. Because it's, like, childbirth. That's actually so true. Childbirth is, like, the most pain, like, a person will, like, can experience. Mo- will likely experience. It's, like, is it childbirth level? So it's, like, what is that level of pain? I'll find out. Oh, my God. That sounds fucking horrible. I really, though, appreciate your, like, positive spin on it. I mean, what's my other option? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, no, you're going to do epidural, right? Yes, that's the plan. So it's not. I so love it's an actually, like, I'm not connected to my, my female ancestors from 3,000 years ago. Yeah, they're like, girl, 
Yeah, because they sit were down. doing it like They're on like, rocks. Sit yeah. down. <laughs> sit down. Literally. <laughs> and just really quickly before we finish up this conversation, um, you're a hundred percent sure you don't want me in there, right? I'm a hundred percent sure. I feel like I actually would be like extremely helpful. Like I would get you a fan. I would like, you know, get everyone out of your way. I would crack a joke, bring a snack. Like, I don't know. I just, I would think about it. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like I want, I'm not trying to like make the most of it or like have like laughter and memories. Like I'm just trying to like get through and like tunnel vision till the end, you know? Okay. But I, but I do just want to be like explicitly clear while you do not want me in the room, you will have no choice but to be in my room. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, these days you can only have two people in the room with you. So it would be me I don't and care. I'll give birth literally in someone's backyard, okay? A home birth? Honestly, you sure. should give birth Ooh, in the have tub. have you ever seen a home birth? You should give birth in the tub. Should. That's It'll so It'll be so you. full circle for my brand. I'm so you. <laughs> totally. I love that. Um, okay. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? I am. I really am. Do you, is it something to sing about? Nah. Maybe tomorrow for Friday. Maybe you'll be feeling yourself. Yeah. Um, our fifth and final story is really crazy. It will also lead into OC recap. But Elizabeth Lynn Vargas has been traumatized <gasps> oh after her ex barricaded himself in her home. So her manager told Page Six that she's shaken up and had an extremely traumatic experience. Fortunately, the Newport Police Department saved her and she's doing well. Sources uh, close to the former Real Housewives of Orange County Star told Page Six that Elizabeth Vargas called the police on Tuesday after her unnamed ex, whom she had been seeing on and off for the last few months, began to extort her. Quote, he became obsessive with her and would show up at places and come by her house randomly. He asked her for money all the time, so she gave him a little money, but then he started threatening to extort her. She called the police yesterday, so police started monitoring the house, and he shows up. He runs in the house, holds her hostage, has a gun. When police realized he pulled a a gun out, they raided the house. She's traumatized. SWAT team showed up. Yeah, she's traumatized. They said she was held captive and she has yet to address the incident, but this Holy is shit. traumatizing. Yeah. Well, a lot of the toasters were talking about this in one of the Facebook groups, and I was reading the comments because a lot of them live in OC, and they were like, it was fucking crazy. Like, so many cops, like, the whole block was shut down. So it was, like, this enormous deal. I saw videos. It was, like, a full-blown Hummer SWAT team showing up to Elizabeth Lynn Vargas's beach home. Like, it was shocking. Um, that is crazy. And to be clear, this is not the ex-husband, the billionaire, who she was talking about on the show. She's been dating someone somewhat recently. Well, it's uh, it's completely unclear. It could be any ex from any amount of time before. I um, It's probably not her ex-husband, yeah. but it's not clear who, who this ex is and when they were exes from. Interesting. Well, this is the craziest story. Um... She's not a housewife anymore, so, like, I don't know what sort of details we're going to get from her. But she, after her her Real Housewife servitude, she has been extremely public. Like, I think she's told everyone she's getting her own TV show. Like, she cares about the fans. And so I do believe we'll be getting an in-depth analysis on what, what went down. Yeah, and I know that Brian is, like, her number one fan. Yes, so we were I freaking hope, out. Yeah, I hope that, you know... His, Brian's home is fully stocked with Vargas vodka. He says it's very good. I didn't know she had a Vargas. Is it new? I don't think so. It's like, it's something she's had for a while. It's a gorgeous bottle. Like, really gorgeous. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Check it out. Okay. 
I'm wishing her the best. Seriously, like, that's so fucking scary. Yeah, beyond. Men are so nuts. Like, my God. Nuts. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. Get a life. Um, Okay, well, that's a great um, segue into the OC Housewives recap in our TV recap segment, which is brought to you by Catalina Crunch. If you're trying to eat better, Catalina Crunch cereal has the crunch you crave without the empty carbs. It's absolutely delicious. I'm a cereal girly. Like, I love cereal, but it's so sugary. Like, and it's just so unnecessarily, like, out of control. And Catalina Crunch is sensational. Like, really good cereal. And, like, most zero-sugar food doesn't taste delicious, but Catalina Crunch has really, really nailed it. It's zero-sugar, low-carb, keto-friendly, and it has a whopping 11 grams of plant-based protein and 9 grams of fiber per serving. So you can taste it for yourself and understand why over 10,000 customers rate Catalina Crunch five stars. They've got eight crave-worthy flavors to choose from, and they have a lot of nostalgic ones, like cinnamon toast, decadent dark chocolate, and creamy chocolate peanut butter. The cinnamon toast is a personal favorite of mine. And if you're not sure which flavor to try first that's what the variety pack is for it's gluten-free grain-free non-gmo and it has only real clean ingredients nothing artificial you can see why catalina crunch cereal is the fastest growing cereal brand in america just go to catalinacrunch.com toast for 15 percent off your first order plus free shipping that's catalinacrunch.com toast and again if you're not sure which flavor to start with try the variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it catalinacrunch.com toast for 15 percent off your first order f- plus free shipping that ad just made me so hungry. I've been on such a cereal kick mm-hmm. um, in the last few months. And now, once we hang up, I'm going to make myself a bowl of Catalina Crunch. Thank you. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. Like, I don't know what I've been trying to tell these people for so it's long. It's the Catalina Crunch mixer. <gasps> yes. Okay. Real Housewives of OC, we wrapped up our trip in Mexico. No, we didn't. We're still there. But it's the last night, no? No. And, it, and next week is like more, a little bit more of Mexico, plus we go back. They didn't say that it was the last night? I don't think so. I don't know why I literally heard someone say that. Okay. Well, we're <laughs> continuing our trip in OC. Um, Noella has this, like, out-of-body experience. They all have this, like, crazy experience. I would never do a sweat lodge. Like, I just want to say, I would literally rather be dead. Like, I can't. No. Also, like, Jen summed it up best. Like, they're all hungover. Yes. They're all dehydrated. And Noella's going through emotional distress. Like, this is a recipe for disaster. And Noella didn't eat last night. Remember, she made, like, a whole thing that she wasn't eating. So she hasn't eaten in hours. Like, what? Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? No, like a really, really terrible idea to be hungover and do a sweat lodge like that. Just nothing about it was surprising. Can I tell you how much like sympathy I have in my heart for what Dr. Jen was going through? Like, first of all, being away from home and being Mm -hmm. in pain, there's nothing worse. And like, this is a new group of friends. And yes, her and Heather have really connected. But like, you don't want to go to someone's room crying. My leg hurts. Like, I totally get it. I felt so bad for her when she was on the treadmill like talking to Ryan who was just being like an asshole like like yes I know that it's my fault because I forgot to do my workout and I went to see the homes that like I my leg is in pain but like that's not what you need to hear when you're literally in like agonizing pain I would literally have divorced him on the spot like dead ass no I literally was like thinking about how I could cry watching this scene like the despair that she's in and she's getting fucking nothing from that good for nothing loser loser and we see in, like, future episodes and scenes that, like, he's going to shape up to be an even bigger fucking loser. So just, like, knowing that she's just married to a loser and she's in pain and she's carrying the weight of the world on her shoulders and this man can't even send her a sympathetic word. Literally. I was just, like, I was heartbroken for her. And even though she's, like, kind of irrelevant to the rest of the show. I love her. I, 
I have a warm place in my heart for her because like that is an extremely low feeling. And I actually thought the conversation at dinner before things went sideways between Dr. Jen and Heather was like really interesting. Just like two women with like two opposing roles in the home just giving each other advice. I thought it was like really sweet. And I actually really like the friendship between Heather and Jen. And Heather like liking Jen makes me like Jen a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just thought that was like a really mature conversation. Like Heather very much is like the, the home She's the home on lock and and Terry very much is like the financials and her and Jen are totally opposite. And I actually thought she gave Jen really good advice. Agreed. The problem is Ryan is no Heather. Ryan is no Heather. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, and then things go sideways at the dinner and Noella is just like impossible to root for. I do believe that she had no idea that the um card game was so vulgar like I do believe she just typed into Amazon like great gift for bisexual person like I do believe that's how it happened but the fact that like she now learned that that's not the gift the gift wasn't appropriate like just be like oh my god I had no idea I'm so sorry like the end she just drags everything out because she's like too proud to just acknowledge any wrongdoing yeah and like unfortunately for her like in this situation Heather is extremely right and Noella just like has it out for Heather and just doesn't want to concede to her in general so she's just like withholding an apology that should be forthcoming really easily because like you fucked up and it's Mm -hmm. not a big deal and you have a perfectly logical explanation you just like won't say what you need to say to get yourself out of it and you're like digging your heels and you're making yourself look crazy awful yeah and when Heather got like choked up because I don't know why Noella just basically like went to a place where she was not outright, but just kind of implying, like, you know, Heather's very stuck up and she does not understanding of, like, the LGBTQ plus lifestyle. When Heather got choked up and being like, I have multiple gay children and I support them and I love them, like, I felt really bad for Heather. Like, I thought that put Heather in a bad spot when Heather has made it very clear, like, she fully supports her children. So much so she got the kid's book published, she had the book. Like, I think, like, that was just, like, an uncool spot to try and put Heather in and she handled it well. A low blow, and she was clear. Noelle was clearly backed into a corner and thought she could, like, yeah. really, I don't know, bury Heather with that. And I'm glad that Heather didn't take that sitting down and just, like, uh, let Noella trash talk her like that. And it was so uncalled for. And you know what? I wasn't mad that Emily told Noella she was a pity invite because, like, I thought she knew. Right? I mean, the thing is, she wasn't a pity invite. Heather didn't invite her because she felt bad for her. She, she just was, had to be coerced. At, she was invited as a favor. But, like, what about – this is facts. You you knew you weren't invited at one point, and then you got invited. Now you just know it was Gina who asked if you could come. Like, it's really not a big deal. Now you know it's Gina who advocated on your behalf, who you've been so mean to the whole weekend. Like, when Noella and Shannon were, like, just trying to make something happen at the dinner the night before and then the next night, like, keep that thing going versus Gina and Emily, like – don't like seriously don't you're doing you think you think you're doing something you're not the three of them have had like an extremely intense day where they're at at this dinner is three different people than the dinner before so it's like why do we need to bring up stuff from the dinner last night like we've we are on another level Shannon honestly is so irrelevant when she was screaming to be heard because no one was listening to her I was like why should they listen to you and then she finally got the floor and she didn't say anything said nothing she said, like, exactly what other no, people you're were right. saying. I thought she was going to come with, like, the solution, you know, Facts. profound. And she just, like, said more of the same. I was like, girl, bye. No, Jackie, she's so irrelevant. Like, when they were all looking at homes and she, like, kept getting off the bus and her dress kept, like, blowing up, I kept forgetting she was there. Like, she really 
in a very weird way has and I wouldn't have of all the women like this new group merging with the old group if I would have had to guess like who would have fallen through the cracks I might have said like Emily I honestly never would have said Gina because Gina's the only one who actually knows Heather from years back she's so slipping through the cracks she's so what did I say you said Gina you said Gina I mean (laughs) Sorry, of course, sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would have suspected it might have been Emily. I never would have suspected it would have been Shannon because Shannon has known Heather for the longest. Shannon's like really like the OG of the group now. And she's just like crazy. Like she always finds her way into the drama. She's having the hardest time. She needs a map. She cannot find the drama. Yeah, I feel like she's going to realize this soon and then start like swinging in all directions and, and actually like not, like becoming dr- the drama, but not in a way that's productive at all. And I, I can see herself writing herself off this show because there's just... Yeah, unintentionally. Yeah. And I would be fine oh, with that. you know, the scene... The scene with the husbands, which, like, was giving me nothing. Like, I, I'm all for husbands becoming main characters. It works on Jersey. This was nothing of the sort. Um, but when, like, Dr. Jen found out that, like, Ryan wasn't invited, like, I actually felt really bad. And it was, like, super awkward. But nobody's met Ryan, have they? Because he doesn't, like, come to anything because he's so busy. I think busy. they have at Heather's book party. Oh, no, he wasn't there. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, no, the, you're right. They haven't met him. The other men have met each other. And Ryan is just beyond irrelevant. Yeah, I agree. You know what I hate? Like, and they're talking about this on Jersey a lot. Like, when with the husbands, and it's not New Jersey and it's not Utah. No, but the conversations that they're having, like, you know, when are John and Shannon going to get married? Why? Why do they need to get married? Like, they both have kids. They've both been married for so long. They had bad divorces. Like, why can't they just be happy partners who own a home one day? Like, what is with all this, like, late in life marriage? That's shit like 25-year-olds do. Like, why? Who needs to be married after all you've been through? Like, why is it not enough just to be in a good relationship? I totally Dolores. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand it's commitment. So, like, those conversations. Except Gina. Except Gina. Like, Gina really, she's in her 30s. Like, Gina can and should get married again. Gina's not Shannon. Like, the, no. it's two different conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was like oh, a cute episode. Also, so I watched Watch What Happens Live. It was, um, who the fuck was on from? Oh, Gina and Larsa Pippen mm-hmm. from Miami. And I haven't watched. I saw watched, the commercial of them coming out. I Oh, the commercial was really awkward. I haven't watched yes. Miami yet. I haven't watched Miami yet, um, and I'm going to. And I just like never, aside from that one episode where she's like fighting with Courtney's friend Sarah uh, when they all go on vacation in Kardashians. I don't really know Larsa. I don't think I watched season one of Real Housewives of Miami, which was the only season that she was on. So I just she was like on. I don't know Larsa, and I just know her now as being like Kim's former friend. Ex. But I was loving her personality and watch what happens really I'm kind of a Larsa stan I need to watch Miami and I'm gonna do that when um maybe this weekend or something just when I want to treat myself to something like fun apparently it's amazing everyone's saying the best things about it but I was just like loving Larsa so much she's so cute she was being like funny she was giving like pretty good tea but also like withholding a lot but even when she was like I'm not answering something it was like that's an answer in itself of course like Andy asked about like Kim and Pete Kim yeah, and I just, like, really wasn't expecting to kind of fall in love with Larsa and watch what happens. Because usually it's a place people go, like, it's hard to come off really well. Even if you're, like, the most funny, personable person, you only get, like, such small sound bites that it's really mm-hmm. hard to make a splash. And I was just, like, really impressed with how she just held herself. And I wow, hope that, um, I hope that, you know, her and Kim can find their way back to each other. 
Well, do you know that Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is going to start premiering on Bravo, like now, episodically, week to week? Um, so I wonder if they're going to do the same thing with Miami. I don't know. But they also filmed a Miami reunion already. No way. Yeah, so it's the real deal. Maybe it will come... Uh, who fucking needs that episodically shit we've seen on Peacock? No, I don't understand. Like, if it's a Peacock original, well, just leave it on Peacock. I guess if it's in a time slot that wasn't being taken by anything, and not everybody who has cable has Peacock. Like, yeah, there will true. be a handful of people who would watch it. And if there's not anything else they were going to program into it, then what's oh, the downside? God. The best part of Teresa Judice last night, on no, two nights ago, on Watch What Happens Live, was Andy asking her stuff about Ultimate Girls Trip and being like, were you surprised that Cynthia like was really not able to make a connection with any of the women? And... Teresa was like, what are you talking about? Like, she became friends with everyone. And Andy was like, I'm going to ask you a question. And, like, you have to promise to be honest. Did you watch the show? Which was <laughs> such a good question. Because what are you talking about? Literally, the biggest takeaway from the show was that Th- Cynthia, like, took the biggest loss. She made no friends. Her and Kenya broke up. Like, and and she was like, yeah, I watched it. And Andy was like, did you only watch the scenes that you were in? He, she said no. But she definitely didn't watch it. It didn't even occur to me until Andy asked that. Yeah. I can't imagine not watching. And also, of course, you want to watch the scenes that you're in, like, just to see yourself. But wouldn't you want to see the whole thing just to see what was going on in other rooms? Like, when you what people are saying about you? Yeah. I I can't. I don't know. I guess when you've been on TV for so long, like, you really can't be expected to watch everything. And I think also if you watch everything, like, it really makes you probably, like, crazy, like, for the next season, you're just, like, constantly thinking, maybe sometimes, maybe in order to be a good reality star, like, you really can't watch. You just have to That's live possible. it. It's possible. Andy also asked Teresa on the post show if her and Louie are getting a prenup. And it was the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. With it's clear Gia that they ch- haven't had the conversation. They haven't had the conversation with Gia chiming in from the bar. Um, it was really, it was really painful to see. Do you think – who do you think has more money, Tree or Louie? Tree. Teresa. But he has, like, a real estate company now. He does? Yeah. Jo- Frank Catania Jr. works for him. Works for Louie. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's like there's actual work to be done. Right. Um, I would still say Teresa. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So it was a good episode of OC – that's it for the TV recap, right? There's nothing on tonight? Nothing on tonight. I'll get back to Pole Dark. And now I'm feeling Real Housewives of Miami. I need to I, I need to see about this Larsa. Yeah, me too. You just kind of made me want to. I want to finish my book today. Right. But and also, watch how, like, I'll watch it and she's, like, the, the worst villain. But well, I don't know. I just really, I, I felt something good from You her. have a way of, like, being drawn to people who everyone hates. A hundred It's like your thing. Yeah. No, I, and I, I'm fine with that. You're just not like <laughs> other girls. Not at all. Um, So that's our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you all have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us the Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Instagram update. We are still working on it. And we actually are. It just will take a long time. And we can explain to you guys like what went down afterwards. But we are working on it. It will come. It will come back. It's there's just like a million things we need to do before we can. And we're all over it. Just like I'm not making this up. Like it is coming back. One thousand percent. That's exactly what's going on. And we'll let you know everything that's going on once we have it back. And in the meantime, follow us on our personal accounts so that you can be kept abreast with all things TMT.
Goodbye. Love yes. ya. Goodbye, everyone.